Blog Talk Radio. Yes, I, I did. did not. I haven't seen it yet. 
You have not seen it yet. Okay. You guys can be spoilers if you want at this point. Uh, well, there wasn't really anything, you know, super crazy to spoil. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, obviously Nia Jax won the Battle Royal. She's going to fight for the title. Ronda Rousey retained. Um, uh, Becky Lynch retained. I mean, it wasn't anything super, super, you know, unexpected or out of the ordinary. Chris Stratus mm-hmm. and Lita um, won their match, so I was happy to see yeah, that. Yeah, Trish, Trish and Lita did win. I guess they had no ring rust, huh? Uh, well, even if they do have ring rust, you know, they they get around that, so. But. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like the other people that they're with can, uh, can can get around that and, um, you know, fight, like, you know, work with them. They're, They're not, they're not Ryback they're facing, who's just a machine who goes through everybody. Like, if they have a little ring rust, Obviously, everybody is going to set their game down a little bit just to make it look more competitive. So, you know, we'll see. Um, on Raw right now, Dean Ambrose is supposed to come out. You have, you he know, Seth on his way. He's Well, he's on his way out. He was supposed to be on his way out, but so far well, he hasn't showed up yet. What did you guys think of that whole thing? What, what did you guys think of the whole Dean Ambrose uh, heel turn after the Roman Reigns cancer announcement last week? Well, here's the deal. It wasn't it wasn't unexpected that he was going to do that. We kind of knew uh, that uh, he was, you know. Hmm. Yeah, Seth is telling him to get down the ring and face him like a man right now. Right. So, uh, and uh, I guess you. Hello, who's on the show tonight? Uh, well, I'll tell you what we got a we got a great uh, three guest uh, show lineup here tonight. We have Sylvester J. Fox, the biggest sniffling, sniveling heel manager in the history of the business, is here. We have Natalina Corvina, and we have Rebecca Love. And uh, I cannot wait to interview those two gals, and we'll see if they uh, we'll see if they'll drop the restraining orders uh, on me or, or not. But we'll 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 see. You know, we'll see. Hopefully they will. But anyway, that's a story for another time. But uh, big swing. I understand you didn't like the uh, pay per view because. Um, Alexa Bliss wasn't uh, wrestling, so I guess... Well, even if Alexa Bliss... I I mean, I understand Alexa Bliss is hurt, um, but at least have more of, like, a a feature on her. You know, at least have her there. I mean, she's the hottest one on your roster, at least in my opinion. You know, have her her there doing something. Have her, you know, visible some way, somehow, uh, at least for me. Um, But, you know, again, not everybody likes her, so I mean, I, I guess... You know, if he's hurt, don't hurt or worse, but um, hopefully she'll be back soon and I can enjoy the women's division again. Well, you know, uh, we, we, I guess, I guess we, I guess we can only hope, I guess, you know, and, uh, I, and I guess we'll, I guess we'll see, you know, um, but, uh, 
It uh, I, I haven't I haven't I haven't checked it out because uh, uh, I unfortunately was watching uh, my Vikings lose last night. Uh, you know, uh, you know it is what it the is. Saints, the Saints with a little the Saints with a little redemption from the Minneapolis miracle last year. Yeah, I guess. Did you? Uh, aren't you the guy who said you don't like Drew Brees for whatever reason? No, I do not like that cheating bastard. Drew Brees. I mean, he's Drew Brees. Like, is widely renowned as being like, like the best person. Like, he's like a great guy. Everybody loves Drew Brees, and of course, Icon hates Drew Brees. It's just kind of funny. Uh, well, of course. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what. Uh, if it if it makes you feel any better, I I don't know how you feel about Drew Brees, and I guess it doesn't matter to me because I don't like him. But uh, to be honest with you, my feeling about Drew Brees. I don't dislike him as much as I do uh, Kevin Owens. So if that if that if that settles your guys' mind a little bit, uh, uh, you know that's you know that'll be that. You know. Well, so, yeah. yeah, but well, anyways, uh, so so Kevin Owens, uh, not Kevin Owens. Excuse me, you just mentioned hate, and I thought Kevin Owens. Uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose just got into a little verbal spat back and forth here, breaking up the shield. Um, do you guys think that, uh, do you guys think, um, you know, that this is a permanent thing? Or do you think when Roman uh, finally does come back, we're going to see another shield reunion even after what Dean Ambrose did? No, because they, they, they've ruined it now. They, they they can't bring the shield back three times, even though that they brought back uh, DX for what the twelfth frickin' time now I guess, or how how many times has DX re- resurfaced? Uh, quite a few. So. Yeah, and they, and they always seem to have like different members, either more members or you know whatever it may be. So uh, they always seem to have um. You know, like uh, they were kind of like the NWO for a while. And when the NWO was around in in o two o three, when they were adding all these different members and things, and so they're kind of like that. Now they've got the original two, but it just doesn't feel like DX. I mean, to me, of, of course, growing up, um, you, you know, growing up, DX was you know obviously Triple H and Shawn Michaels, but it was China, who I mean, rest in peace. It was Billy Gunn, Road Dog, X Pac. You know, that was DX to me. Not I, I'm a little too young still to remember it just being these two. And, um, you know, so to me, obviously, you're not, you're not going to bring, uh, what's his name, Sean Wellman or whatever his name is, X-Pac back. Obviously, Billy Gunn's not coming back. Road Dog, God knows what he's even doing. But uh, for me, well, I he's, just... Uh, he's a, uh, huh. he's a uh, official for the WWE backstage. Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, to me... Then they got the whole Brothers of Destruction thing, and it's just, for me, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like, you know, and even with Lita and Trish being back, you know, um, I just feel like they, 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 they don't have enough of a good storyline, or they, they understand, they know that their creative team isn't very good right now, and they've got to bring back old stars to get ratings, and to me, that's, you know, they're past their prime. Let the old uh, let the old the old horses uh, 
retire and, and, and use, you know, your great new young talent. But this just kind of shows them throwing in the white flag on their new talent. They got to bring back the old guns. Right. So, but anyways, um, so this show that we got tonight, and speaking of that, DX is on the TV right now. This show, uh, you mentioned something, um, you know, we got possibly something coming up in the near future that's pretty big. Uh, you mean with uh, our, our our co-host and our giveaway, you mean? Is that what yes. you're referring to? Okay, well, uh, on uh, November 19th, we're going to have uh, the lovely uh, Beluxum Beauty, uh, Deb Gardner, on with us. And uh, she is going to uh, grace us with her presence. Uh, she'll be on with us. And uh, oh, she God. has a great giveaway for us. She's going to be giving away autographed lip print index cards. And uh, you may also uh, have the opportunity to win a autographed pair of her expensive uh, thongs that she uh, would wear to the ring. So, so you have to be listening November 19th uh, for when she's on, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna be big. And the more rules uh, for the giveaways will come as we go. Fair enough. Fair enough. So. Um, last night, you guys uh, call into Jordan's show last night? Uh, he did not have a show last night. I think oh, he, he had to cancel his pod. He had to cancel his podcast last night. I think. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because I I was busy. I had a uh, last night that was kind of um, interesting to say the least. But I, I'll get into it off the air. I won't mention it on the air just for you know privacy purposes. Okay. But. Um, but yeah, so so I I wasn't even thinking about a show last night. But uh, for me tonight, uh, I'm I'm here and um, you know I'm ready to go. So when when does the first guest supposed to be calling in? Oh, I think we got one on the line. Seven zero one number. Yeah, it would be him. So if you, uh, All right. I'm going you, to uh, step aside real quick. I'm going to uh, bring Monday Night Football to a commercial quick, and I will be back. But I am listening. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. This individual is the greatest heel manager in the history of heel managers. He's better Whoa. than Bobby the Brain Heenan, better than James E. Cornette, better than Brock Lesnar's mouthpiece. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I give you Sylvester J. Fox. Hey, man, how wow. are you? My uh, goodness, Icon. Yeah. I hope you didn't right. make his head swell up too much with that introduction. Actually, I, I think I, 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 blew a, I blew a gasket with that one, I think. Your head swelled wow. up a little bit there, Sly? I I I gotta say, Granny Hulkster, I don't even know where to start with an introduction like that, man. Alive. My goodness. Well, I mean, I, I know some this. pretty. I know I I know some pretty good heel managers in my day, and my goodness, <sighs> the introduction that you just got. Oh my 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 my. I don't know about that well, one. 
And I and I obviously I must this. have impressed the icon last weekend with the show. So yes, yeah, so I will say this: you didn't even get that good uh, that good of a ring introduction last weekend when you no. came to the ring with all the championships. So maybe would you ever think of hiring to have a personal ring announcer, kind of like what Alberto Del Rio used to have? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm up for anything. The uh, the uprising could hire the icon as their as their personal ring announcer. The the problem well, with the icon is I don't think icon could control himself. I think you know I I mean obviously he's he's said many times that you know what his finishing move would be and uh, he he might get the uprising a couple of losses via disqualification. So it's something Uh-oh. something I want to watch out for. So uh, is the icon participating in the uh, Pat Tanaka fully um, loaded wrestling training coming up here a uh, week from this weekend? The icon wanted to. However, yeah. the icon could not get off work. Wow. God. Sometimes you got to make sacrifices to live the dream, icon. Well, let's, uh, let's so, get into this. So let me this. ask you something. So you're in the Fargo area, I assume. I mean, you have a 701 number, and you're, um, you know, you're at the event that we did, uh, the, the Maui Bandits event. Um, yep. You didn't happen to catch Icon's rant a couple of weeks ago uh, regarding the Little Caesars in Moorhead, did you? No, but I think I might have read about it on Facebook. If I yes, have you had have you had any run-ins or experiences with that particular establishment? No, I I cannot say that I personally have. I I don't try to spend any more time in Moorhead than than humanly <laughs> necessary because nothing about Moorhead is a positive experience. But that's just a different story for a different day. All right, fair enough. Noted. Don't go to Moorhead. Gotcha. Nice. Right. Well, I haven't uh, visited North Dakota again. Uh, I'll check it off my list. Morehead's actually in Minnesota, so. So, sorry, you have uh, you have a group of talented wrestlers, and most of them are heels. And we'll have Granny get into that one second. Can you tell us who is in your faction, and how many championships your faction is in possession of? Well, uh, yes, I, I can tell you that the uh, that, that in fully loaded wrestling we have the um, we have the outlaw championship, which is your hardcore championship essentially. We have the uh, heavyweight championship, which speaks for itself. We have the fully loaded tag team championships, which obviously speak for themselves, and then we have the no limits championship, um, which usually is a um, a younger wrestler, up and coming wrestler, it's no limits, meaning um they'll do anything humanly possible to to win it and maintain it. Um and then on top of that, the fifth belt um is the uh Katie Productions Fargo Championship, which is only defendable within the city limits of Fargo, but it's a twenty four seven title and the fact that um at a moment's notice I could get pinned and have the belt taken. Coming into our event on this past Sunday, we had four of the belts. The only belt we didn't have was the uh, Outlaw Championship, uh, Spies Guys, that was. And uh, we uh, negotiated a, a deal in the back before the show started with 
Darren Corbin um, to to kind of just you know we, we decided that we were going to ensure that he was going to win the title. Uh, we needed to, to to get some control of this company back because Donnie Dahl was you know the new owner was trying to you know um, do things however he wanted to do things um, and not necessarily you know uh, may the best man win type of. Uh, philosophy and therefore uh, we came out at the beginning and kind of provided an insurance policy for Darren Corbin to make sure he won that belt and he did and uh, so that very moment uh, the uprising was formed and uh, we took pictures in the back with the championship belts we had every belt in the company at the very moment unfortunately throughout the evening uh, things didn't go exactly as planned uh, and we lost uh, three of those uh, five championships. Um, and who did you? But, what championships did you lose? And who did you lose them to? Okay. Well, I'm still trying to get video footage to figure out what happened. I, I, uh, my, I was the KD Productions Fargo champion. Um, I uh, had a we had a battle royal, an eight man or ten man battle royal for for my belt. Um, it it came down to what appeared to be. Um, my, my one of my one of my wrestlers, uh, Riley Jackson, and myself, and uh, so um, he did the right thing and threw himself out of the ring, and I retained my belt. So I sp- thought, and a kid by the name of Chris Chaos uh, jumps me from behind and and throws me out and all over the top. And the only explanation I can get from fully loaded management was that he supposedly went through the middle rope when he got thrown out. He was thrown out early in the match um, and laid out there. Or, or I, nobody knows where he was or where he came from, but that's the only explanation I was able to be given by the company. I truly believe it was Donnie Dahl's underhanded garbage, but that's a different story for a different day. Well, I can help you with this. I can help okay. you with this. So you were there. You saw. You tell me. Yeah, I was there at uh, at ringside. I was sitting on that side of the ring. Now, what was interesting is he did not pull a Stone Cold Steve Austin on you, I do not believe. However, it did look to me that he did exit through the middle rope, and if I'm not mistaken, he may have exited himself. He wasn't thrown oh. through it. And he was oh. waiting on my side of the ring for oh. you to eliminate the last guy, and then that's when he came in and jumped. So this is the same thing that Kurt Angle did to Baron Corbin a couple weeks ago, that you're saying, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now, well. there is... Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you... I'm going to let you... Uh, I'm going to let that simmer... In your mind, here yeah. If that second. isn't a heel action, I don't know what it is. But there is one title that you guys lost that really, yeah, pissed me off. And you know uh, that that would be, team? yeah, that's the uh, that is the No Limits Championship. My my uh, my Crown Jewel, Tommy Lee Curtis TLC <clears throat> lost uh, lost to lost to girl lost to Karenoya. Yeah. She does well, not me, deserve that title. That. She does right. not deserve uh, that title. And well, you saw you what know, she did to me. She punched me in the groin. I mean, she did. 
she she stole my move, and she didn't <laughs> ask my permission to use it. Right. Yeah. And so you got this, you got a beef with her? Have you had communications with her? Anything? I sure do, and I'll tell you what. She refuses to be a guest on this show. Okay. Really. So I just I despise her like no other. Well, I'll tell you. Let's just put it this way. I don't dislike her as much as I hate Kevin Owens. I don't think there's any more <laughs> hatred that anybody can have for one individual than I do for Kevin Owens. But the fact that she will not come on this show, and I had mentioned that on her Facebook page, uh, that I, I said that she didn't deserve the title. I thought that it was an underhanded victory. And the fact that two of her individuals jumped down my throat about me getting oh. on uh, her and her, let's just say, falsehoods, winning the title, I can even quote you what the individual said to me that really, okay, I'm going to read this word for word, and then you guys can who, tell who, me. Who's who's the individual? Chris, Na- Nathan Gust is the Nathan individual. Okay. And here's what he put. And I quote, ooh, you're just a delusional mark who thinks how Internet podcast makes his opinion matter. Cool, man. I'm sure your mom, roommate, producer, co-host, proud of you. Care is very very smart to turn down offers from creepy solicitations. Now. Whoa, that's that's some deep accusations right there. Yeah, now that's taking a shot at my mother. That's taking a shot at Granny Hawkster. And that's taking a shot at the big swing, the producer and the co-host. And accusing you of, of making, uh, of what, do you, what do you say, propositions? or uh, Creepy solicitation. Solicitation, that's, I mean, solicitation, that's insinuating that you're hitting on her. Yeah, right, uh-huh. Exactly. She, she's not in the eye. I can't, maybe, maybe she caught wind of all the restraining orders. <laughs> well, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, so, Mr. Fox is our guest here. We have we have about 17 minutes left here with you, and okay. we do need you to do uh, a new promo for us. I did uh, I did just send you the script. We'll do that in a little bit. So, it is my understanding. Since the title that you own can only be defended in Fargo, uh, and I noticed that you're not giving me your location of where you're at because I want a shot at that title. When is your next title defense? You're talking about me personally? Yeah, when is your next title defense? I I don't remember. I I lost it, brother. No, when are you going to go after it again? Oh, when when am I gonna or when am I gonna when am I gonna contend for it again? Well, I, I mean it's a twenty four seven belt. The only reason it was not twenty four seven before the battle royal is is because they wanted to force me into a, a situation they thought where I was gonna take a big beating. So um, yeah, so I mean whenever that whenever it was Chris Chaos who I believe uh, makes his um, home in Minot ends up in the city of Fargo again. Uh, I think it's dare to say that he his you know back of his skull might have an eight iron. Right, and uh, for those of you who don't know, 
for our Canadian listeners, you call it Minot. Anyway, which they do. Uh, I've heard them. Now, Chris Chaos, I will admit, Chris Chaos is going to be a guest on our show. Now, I'm assuming, and I will let you know when, uh, I'm assuming you like to call and talk to him, I'm assuming, and I I would love to have that more than often. Uh, Chris Chaos is a friend of mine, and you are as well. However, I want a shot at this belt, too. So here is what I was thinking. You and I team up against the chaos, and then you and I... If it's a 24-7 belt, though, if it's a 24-7 belt, does it have to be somebody who's in your wrestling promotion that goes after this belt, even if it's 24 hours, or can it just be any schmuck on the street? Well, it can can only be done in Fargo, though. He's in Minot. Why not? Um, All right. Yeah, but but in in all sincerity, um, any 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 person or anything can actually win the belt. Um, we had a situation hmm. uh, during one during what one show where. What was the tall where, guy? Um, that well that stabbed you in the back. But, oh well, that's Tyler Colton. Yeah, yeah, the Canadian the Hercules. Back. I was there. The Canadian Hercules from Winnipeg, Tyler Colton. Um, you know, I was just trying to help him during the match. I mean, he's wrestling Mr. Incredible and he just, he wasn't being very receptive to my, uh, to my feedback and whatever else. And then in his opinion, uh, I got in the way when he was about to hit his finisher. And so, um, in his opinion, um, he thinks that I cost him the belt and therefore, um, and therefore, you know, he, he, in, his intentions were to hurt me, which, you know, I, I'm certainly not a wrestler and um, there was no reason for such behavior. So the rest of the uprising decided to come out and let him know who were wrestlers and who weren't wrestlers. And those wrestlers <laughs> uh, showed him exactly uh, what the uprising is capable of. So um, no, that being said, that being said, yeah, Mr. Incredible, came and saved him, which is, you know, they, they were competitors 15 minutes before that. Incredible took his belt, and now they're, you know, now he's saving him, but whatever. So um, that being said, um, you know, my intention is obviously that I want uh, I want somebody in my, uh, in the uprising to get a title defense at the, at the next fully loaded shows here, uh, October 8th, or December 8th and 9th. Uh, one show will be in Botno, North Dakota, uh, on Saturday night, and the second one will be again in Fargo on Sunday evening, the Delta Hotel in Fargo, North Dakota. And the icon will be there ringside again, obviously. Uh, yeah. Now, I, I I don't want you I don't want you to be nervous at all that uh, I'd be you know if you if you have the belt I I want a shot at the belt I'll admit I was at that event now. Another friend of mine kind of gave you the the business as well. Mariah Prussia. Oh yeah. Uh, gave you the business, and she stole your sunglasses too. That's where those went. I've been looking for those for a week and a half. 
Yeah, she uh, yeah. she stole them from you. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know Sly. I know you've been in the wrestling business, and you know you have training and stuff like that. But if Mariah stole my sunglasses, I think I'd let her keep them. Yeah, I, I, you know, this is the second time that I have been um, ringside with Mariah for a match uh, where we've been on opposite sides of the ring, and I've been very clear with her the first time and very clear with her this last time that I had wanted nothing to do with, you know, w- w- with her out there. I mean, she's not, I mean, she's not a manager. She, she's not there to help anybody. She's there to, to, to hurt people herself. I mean, she's an MMA fighter. So, uh you know, she, she, you know, she, she, I don't know, she, she kicked me. I can't even remember. Do you remember? I don't even remember what happened. Next thing I know, I'm standing in the middle of the ring looking at her. She's looking at me and this Karanoia hits me, low blows me from behind. And then, then Mariah pulled you off the ring apron. Oh. And, uh, I, I, I don't really remember, remember was, anything. Yeah. I can't remember if it was a right cross or something. But next oh, thing geez. I know, you go down, and then she grabs your sunglasses right off of your face and what? puts them on, and that's the last I saw. Now, I'm going to tell you about this match. Everybody knows now that Karenora is on my list. You know, what's his name? Chris Jericho, sorry, has a list. The icon has yeah. a list, and she right. is on the list. Kevin she Owens is on the list. And frickin' Little Caesars Pizza and Moorhead is on the list. Anyway, I, I'm, in that match, in that match. He's still upset Kieran about that. Won. He's going to be upset about that for a while. In that match, I, Kieran, I was cheering for you, I was cheering for Mariah, and I was cheering for TLC. I was right. not pulling for Kieran Ora. And I was the only one in the audience that was booing her. And there were people that were getting on me. Now, this leads me to my next point. Granny Hawkster. Yes. You don't like the you don't like the bad guy. So No, I probably, don't. You and Sly would probably not be having team crumpets anytime soon. We have nine minutes left with us. No, uh, probably I, not. I, but I would I, I, I tell gotta, you, I wish I wish Granny lived a little bit closer. To Fargo, because I would really like to see this fully loaded wrestling sometime. I mean, you sure. know, um, you know, and I've extended the invitation to Mr. Sylvester J. Fox that he just needs to show yeah. up at WFC in Oklahoma. So, you know, I, that's I mean, a, I've given him the information, down, you know, and you know, he needs to just show up at WFC sometime, and he can see Granny Holster in action at WFC because. I don't mess with these heels. I can talk some pretty good smack to them, and I have over the years. I I got to be honest, Granny Hoekster. I was a little worried about you tonight. I forgot you're on the line. You're so quiet. What what what's going on? Are you, are you tired? Oh, tonight I've just been. I no. I've just been listening. And I've been having some. It up. I've been having some issues with my allergies the last few days. Oh, so you know, I've oh. been kind of just resting you my sound voice. Wonderful. And, we well, thank you. We had WFC over the weekend. We had our Halloween show over the weekend, oh. and so you know, I was kind of hollering at that. So I've just been kind of just chilling out, relaxing. So sure, sure. Yeah, now, yeah. No, I'm. I I know Oklahoma's a straight shot south on I twenty nine from 
Fargo. So yeah, I got to get down there someday. You got to hook me up yes, with your you promoter, do. though. You got to help me out a little bit. Throw me his. Well, his, his name his name up. his name is Tim Rockwell, and you can find him on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Just look up the Wrestling for a Cause Facebook page, and you can find his information. But I would. I wish I did live closer to North Dakota, so where I could come up and see um, fully loaded wrestling. That sounds really a, a lot of fun. I think oh, Granny good. would have a lot of fun with that crowd. I, I. I think. I think. I mean, I hope that I would. You know, and I hope that the crowd would enjoy seeing Granny too, because well, I've been told numerous. I. I've. I've been told numerous times that I help kind of make the show you know i help make it fun for everybody so you know that's just what i've been told over the years well you know granny if you everybody would love you if you were sitting ringside with the icon you know oh my. the icon the icon in the middle granny hulkster to the left his fiance to the right and you guys Holding me back from jumping into the ring and trying to steal the title. Yeah, I, I could probably do that, Icon. I could probably do that. So that would be fun. Do you? Okay, Sly. Real quick here, we got uh, we got about five minutes here with you. I just sent you the script. We're gonna have you do that uh, promo now for us because uh, we need a new one from you. And uh, then uh, we'll uh, ask a few more questions, and we'll uh, let you get back to sure. your uh, your training. I was just going to ask. Uh, I was just going to ask Granny Hoekster too. Just you know that Wesley Crane uh, Montego Sika match uh, this past weekend. How, who won that? And and where, what, what were the highlights of the match? Do you remember? Um, I am not. I mean, I I heard about that match. I did not. Uh, see the results of that yet I'm not sure who actually won that Wesley Crane match um, I've heard about it but I can honestly say that I I'm, I do not know the results of it oh. now I actually uh-huh. know Wesley Crane he's one of our Oklahoma wrestler guys so yeah I actually I actually know him quite well so yeah he, he looks awesome when I see him on on the internet all right so you ready for me to, to roll this out then yeah, I'll, I'll count you down. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Sylvester J. Fox, managerial extraordinaire, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the hosts, the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hoekster. Perfect. One take. Awesome. That's awesome. Real quick here, Sly, uh, for people that don't know, uh, Sly is, like I said, he's better than Paul Heyman. He's better than Bobby the Brain Heenan. He's better than James <laughs> D. Cornette. He And I'm not just saying that because he's on the show. I It is true that he is. My question to you is uh, because we, we know that uh, as a human manager, but we also know that you know which college football team to cheer for. And uh, I was going to ask you what you think of the odds are of the NDSU Bison running the table in the Missouri Valley for the rest of the season? Oh, I, we only have three games left in the regular season, and, and we, I, in my opinion, we can't lose them. I'm not saying we can't lose in the playoffs, but we certainly are going to go undefeated in the regular season. That's that's a given at this point. Now that we finally figured out how to uh, 
how to strike first and score first instead of get down by seven or fourteen points before we go on a twenty-one point tear. So, and I definitely uh, say we, uh, we run the table. As you guys know, uh, or may may not know, uh, the Bison uh, this weekend play Youngstown State uh, out of Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, head coach Bo Pelini. Now, the secret to beating Youngstown State is getting Bo Pelini pissed off. Hmm. That is if anybody can do that, it's the icon. Oh well, yeah. I I I plan to uh, I plan to say some trivials to him. So uh, so you have to <laughs> check that. Uh, with that, we have Sylvester J. Fox here with us once again. If our fans wanted to check you out and become friends with you, uh, do you have a Facebook? You got an Instagram? You got a Twitter? You got a YouTube? Yeah. What do you got on there? Yeah, you know, I'm 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 a little older icon, so I don't know if I got everything that everybody else has these days, but I I'm definitely very active on Facebook, Sylvester S Y L V E S T E R J period. Uh Fox F O X. Um and uh Fully Loaded Wrestling is uh our is most active on Facebook, I believe too, so Fully Loaded Wrestling. And uh you can also look up a lot of my matches on uh, YouTube as well. Just look up Sylvester J. Period Fox, and uh, and we'll look them out there. But yeah, so we have our next two shows. They'll be back to back nights. One on Saturday in Botno, and one on Sunday in uh, Fargo. Here on December ninth, and the icon will see you there uh, with uh, me at ringside. Uh, and listening to uh, your your paid fan club, uh, you actually have to. Usually, people pay to join a fan club. You have to pay people to be in your fan club. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got that whole front row over there, Sly fans. They even bring their golf clubs and hoist them up and down when when. Uh, but you know, I, I, you call me a heel. I just I'm not I don't know what, what, what is a heel heel I, we win at all costs it's all whatever it takes we, you know the, he who has the most goals holds all the power that's the bottom line nobody asks how you got the gold they just ask who has it so um, at the end of the day the only way to deal with a power hungry owner is to take all his titles we had him for a moment right. in time and we'll get them all back don't worry and, and you know you know what they say Sly real quick it's better to be a heel. Then have to wear heels. <laughs> I, I never heard that one, but that's a good one. Awesome. All right, thanks, Sly. We appreciate it. Thanks, and, Sly. Uh, we'll definitely have you, you on again. Thank you for filling in. Hope you're feeling it. better, Granny Hulkster. Good seeing you. Oh, I don't feel Talk bad. Just, you know, just the the weather change, you know, has been a big part of it. So we've had a oh, lot of weather rain and cooler temperatures. So, you know. It's Arkansas. What, what, what can had, you say? You know, so we had we had 35 degrees about three weeks ago, and now we're back up to 55 degrees, and now we'll be back down to 30 degrees by the end of the week again up here. So we've been really yeah. Volatile. They're talking. They're talking Halloween. They're talking 40s and 50s and rain all day. So it's going to be cool. Yeah. Again. So yeah. <laughs> or or another great that saying, time of year. Another great saying. Frost on the pumpkin for Peter Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's you guys funny. take care. Have a great evening. Have a good Thanks. night. Thanks, I have a Bye. great day.
Sylvester J. Fox, ladies and gentlemen, taking time out of his uh, heel status to join us on the show, and we appreciate it. Our next and we're going, uh, we're going back to back shortly. here, Icon. We're going back to back because we do have the other guest on here as well with us, so if you'd like me to patch them through, I can do that. Yeah, patch them through, and I will go ahead and, uh, All right. and we'll talk to them. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen. Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle this time. She is the <laughs> coolest independent wrestler in the ladies' division currently, right now, as we speak. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I give you Natalina Corvino. <laughs> hey, Thank you, you very much. Now, was that not the best? introduction you've ever had that it was because uh, i i i'm actually physically blushing right now <laughs> my face is red i can feel it awesome so what we do here on the show uh once we introduce our guests we let them give us a little background about themselves and we ask them the tough groundbreaking questions so if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself then we'll ask you the question Hi, I am originally from Linden, New Jersey, which is around Newark and Elizabeth, kind of the crime capitals of New Jersey. I live in Danville, Virginia currently. I've been here actually November 2nd will be my 24th anniversary of being a Southerner. Uh, still classify myself as a Yankee, but I've been living in the South for 24 years. I so currently. Kind of like that quote in Tommy Boy. I wonder if she goes out with one of the Yankees. No, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> I just... oh, Sorry. I, as of right, <laughs> as of right now, I actually have my own company called Body by Natty. I'm a personal trainer. And I, my business is booming. I never thought that was going to happen for me. And thanks to wrestling, uh, I think it gave me a name to be able to kind of put with a brand. And I am pleased to say, I think that it's very successful. I have like over 30 clients. I am working from 4 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. daily. So it's it's been, it's good. Well, you know, speaking of booming, uh, for those of you who have not checked out Natalina Corvino, and uh, I'll let you pitch how uh, we can check you out here at the end of the interview after we do this thing, but uh, she is built like Nia Jax. I mean, <laughs> speaking of booming, she has that it factor. In every in every aspect of her body, I mean, it's just I mean the hair, the tattoo, and I'm, I'm going to ask you about those in a second. The tattoos, the the build, I mean, she is just built like a brick house, and that is why she is one of the coolest professional wrestlers now because she can't be stopped. She could probably even take out Nia Jax. So I my wish. question is, <laughs> so my question is. Uh, as we're, as I'm, as I was, uh, you know, making that cool collectors for you, and that was cool. You did like that, right? Yes, absolutely. I have to Very ask much first. So. I have to ask first. How many different tattoos do you have? 
I currently have 26. And what is your favorite one and where is it? <sighs> so hard. Um, I, ha- I would probably have to say James O'Barr's signature, uh, who is the creator of The Crow, which all 26 tattoos are de- dedicated to The Crow, to the graphic novel and to the movie The Crow. Um, he signed my leg uh, four years ago. And I went, as soon as he signed my leg at a, uh, it was at a Richmond Comic-Con in Richmond, Virginia, uh, I quickly, like, said, I'll be back in a little bit. And it was a tattoo shop just, like, literally five minutes down the road. And I went and got it tattooed. I was like, look, I don't need nothing fancy. I just need you to tattoo over this signature. And they're like, okay. And I was in and out within maybe... 45 minutes, I came back, and I showed James what I had done, and he legit looked at me. He goes, you really just got my signature tattooed on your leg? I'm like, you have no idea how valuable you just made my leg to me. And right after that, I had gotten one of his actual artwork pieces tattooed on my leg. I mean, literally, if you put the my leg next to the actual artwork, you cannot tell a difference besides the fact that one is on skin. It's exact, like to the T. So I would have to say that James O'Barr's signature is my my most prized possession. Natalie Corvino is our guest here. Now, I was just kind of curious. Now, isn't that dangerous, though, to be tattooing over ink that's already there? Don't you you worry about infection, or is that not... Um, I didn't get an infection after it. Um, I assume that if I wasn't taken care of properly, then yes, possibly that could have happened. I am glad that it did not. Um, he, as far as I remember, he just, just did it with a Sharpie. And while they were tattooing me, they were cleaning, you know, cleaning it the entire time, like as they're wiping it and using the green, cleaner that they use for tattoos and I it healed very easily because it was just letters and it healed within maybe four days and I always take excellent care of my tattoos um, to prevent any kind of infection I've, I've actually never had an infection from a tattoo before I've seen them on other people not in person but on videos uh, but I've been blessed to not that's never happened to me yet that's that's awesome now, in your time here in the business, how many different companies have you wrestled for? Um, I don't think it's any more than ten. Um, it may no. I really don't want to say I don't think it's any more than ten. If I, if it's you know more than fifteen, I'll be surprised. But it, it's definitely no more than fifteen, definitely. But I think it's probably about about ten of them. As far as the names of them, I can't remember all of them. Unfortunately, I I keep everything in my um, in my appointment book whenever I have a show or wherever it is. And I admit that if I don't put it down immediately, then I forget where I'm going. I literally have to look at my calendar every single day of where I have to be, what client I have, or what show I have that week. I, ha- I have to do that constantly. And uh, who are you currently wrestling for? And when is your next event? 
I am actually going to be wrestling in West Virginia this coming uh, Saturday night, and uh, Mark Perez, he goes by Bad Boy Carnage, is actually putting on this event, and it's actually going to be a fundraiser for his nonprofit organization called WIN, W-I-N, and what it does is it actually benefits wrestlers in need, and you know, for wrestlers that have have gotten these horrible, horrible injuries that have made it to where they can't really have a normal life, they can't work, uh, they definitely can't be in the business anymore uh, due to their injuries, or they can't even just have a regular job anymore because of, you know, the massive amounts of injuries that they've sustained. Um, and so what he does is it, it's a nonprofit organization for them. It also helps out children with disabilities. I believe that uh, the last two uh, events that he had, one of them went for an autistic girl, and another one it went for a girl who could not, I can't remember exactly what she had, but she needed a wheelchair, uh, like a motorized wheelchair, and we raised money to purchase that for her. Now, uh, our co-host here, uh, Granny Ulster, is, uh, does something similar to that. So, Granny, tell us uh, if, uh, you know, uh, how uh, uh, our guest could uh, get involved with that if she's ever in your area. Well, um, I have a friend over in that lives in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he does independent wrestling shows called Wrestling for a Cause. Um, this organization started back in 2011 for a little boy, not by the name of Ryder, and we just had our, it was actually our third anniversary show that we've done, but this organization's been around for seven years, and he does wrestling shows for kids that have got cancer. And um, so, and it's, um, I'm very much involved in it. I actually live in Arkansas. So um, my participation besides supporting the shows is I pick up shirts for him and I bring stuff for the raffles and the silent auctions that we do, you know, because health-wise I can't get out and help, you know, when they hand out flyers and when they go promoting the shows over in the Oklahoma area, wherever, you know, whether it's Tulsa or Claremore or, or whatever, you know, wherever they're at, uh, that's my participation is how I help and, you know, and I help with whatever I can with the shows, you know, as a wrestling fan. Now, I'm not a wrestler, but that's just a gimmick name that I have that I got about probably close to 17 years ago. I had a former coworker. Say, I'm going to start calling you Granny Hulkster, and I'm like, why? And he says, because you love wrestling. And my son and my husband, we we all love wrestling. And I've got a shirt, and I still have this original shirt. This is what you got to do when Granny Hulkster goes crazy on you. And I start wearing <laughs> all these independent wrestling shows, and I have known, I am known in the wrestling world in Arkansas and Oklahoma and Kansas and Missouri, you know, as Granny Hulkster. And, and then I have, I have a one shirt that says uh, Granny Hulkster Queen of TCW because there was a federation that ran several years in Arkansas and they used to do TV tapings. And um, I was on a lot of their TV episodes. They would run in like Fort Smith and Clarksville area, you know, things like that. So, 
but I'm very much involved in, in helping me with wrestling for a cause in any way okay. that I can because I love kids and I love being able to help. So. Yeah, I I applaud anyone that takes time out of their day to think about people that do not have what we have, and I applaud you for that, for helping out. I know a lot of people that have the time and don't, and, and it, it aggravates me a lot. So I thank you for taking time out to do that and for supporting that like you do. You're very I welcome. really do appreciate You're very that. welcome. Now, Natalina, when you wrestle, would you consider yourself a babyface, a heel, an in-betweeny, or do you let the fans in the crowd decide what you're going to be that night? That's, that's an interesting question because I was doing mostly babyface for like the last two years. And up until very recently, I would say probably within the last maybe six months, I started finally – <laughs> getting booked as a heel in other areas that I was going to. And I always said I never wanted to be a heel because I, I could never be mean or, you know, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to interact with the crowd, you know, as a heel. Cause I just, I never wanted to be that person that, you know, said the wrong thing, which I always make sure I don't. However, <laughs> Uh, since I started doing heel, I actually do enjoy it because, and this is what has been told to me, and looking back on it, I feel the same way. I do become a different person. I'm I'm more in my element. Um, I like to be in control in my life, Whoa. every aspect of my life. And when you're a baby, you're not always in control of the match. When you're a heel, you are. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because there's a lot of, like, actors. Like, you know how they said, um, believe it's Daniel Day-Lewis who did um, Lincoln. And, you know, obviously they had Heath Ledger with the Joker in the Batman movie. And those guys, you know, DiCaprio does it all the time. They play a role, and they're in that role 24-7 during the shooting of the movie. They have to get themselves, and they almost become the person that they're playing just so that they can play the role that much better. For you guys, or you in particular, uh, if you're doing the heel thing or the face thing, like the character that you become when you step into the ring, do you carry that outside with you? Because, I mean, you don't really give off heel vibes to me at all. Um, so I was just wondering if that's something that you turn off when you when, when the lights turn off, or, or is that something that you try to carry with you a lot? In my regular everyday life, I'm kind of uh... – Somebody used a term where they're an in-between baby and heel. I can't remember the exact okay. word. But I kind of like I'm not, I'm not the pushover person. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not always the, the smiling, oh, everything's wonderful, hunky-dory, and whatever you say, I'll do whatever you want. I'm kind of like the, you know, like, uh, uh, no, <laughs> we're going to do it my way. <laughs> this is my way. Um, so that, so it's kind of like it's me just amped up a little bit more, and especially if I am angry that day or, you know, somebody, you know, close to me has purposely pissed me off, then the match just goes so much better because all my anger does come out then, but I make sure that I never, ever, ever, ever 
say anything that is derogatory to any of the fans. That, that I make sure that that is never, ever, ever done. And I actually never say anything derogatory to my opponent because it's not about degrading your opponent. It is about putting on a great performance and making the crowd hate you with other ways. And my opinion is if you can make the crowd hate you as a heel in other ways besides you just saying nasty things, then you have done a much better job than that heel that just resorts to name-calling. And that's, that was my opinion before I became a heel. And now that I am one, I took that with me, and I made sure that I followed that, and it has gone over pretty well, in my opinion, and other people's opinions when they watch me. You know, they see a complete change, and, like, when I come, you know, back to the back, you know, behind the curtain, I'm like, dude, that's your element. You need to do heel more often. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll have to. Well, I have uh, a friend co- that's been, oh, well, no, I was going to say, I have a friend in, that's been in the wrestling business, and he doesn't wrestle a whole lot anymore, but he's always used the terminology. He said it's kind of like, you know, turning on a light switch. You know, when he gets ready for his matches, he turns on that light switch and he gets in that character mode, you know, and then once he does what he does, then it's like the light switch goes off and he goes about his business. But I I think that's a pretty cool terminology, too, you know, so. Uh, Natalie Cormina is our guest. Now, the the sad thing about it is we have, you know, we have, well, this is not sad, Mark. We got about 10 minutes left here with you. Uh, The sad thing is, you know, I booked you about six months ago, and when you put the restraining order on me, I think that's when you turned the heel part persona. So I I apologize to your fans that liked you as a baby face because I turned you heel because you had to put that restraining order because I admit I wouldn't stop calling you at 3 in the morning, but I stopped now because uh, I, I saw a video of what you can do uh, in the ring, so I, I kinda, I, I'm kind of backing off on that. So hopefully we can work that out and you can drop the restraining order at some point. Well, anyway. I'm glad you learned your lesson. I'm glad you finally learned your I lesson. Good he doesn't want to get and hurt. Right, exactly. <laughs> now, yes, he, uh, he, he's, he's an interesting one, for sure. Mm. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and do that. I sent you a script for the liner. We're going to have you do that real quick. Then we're going to ask you the real tough question. Okay. So okay. if you're ready, I'll turn it down from five, and then uh, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and do this. Ready? Five. All right. You just tell four, me. You just tell me when. Three, two, one. Hey, this is Natalina Corvino, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the Icon. The Big Swing and Granny Hulkster. Awesome. And the cool thing is, because you said their names second and third, I can edit them out later. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm going to put this question to you, because I ask all independent wrestlers this, and none of them have the same answer, which is interesting to me. So I'm going to put this to you, and we'll see how you respond to it. We know as an independent wrestler, you basically control your own destiny. You do what you want. You do this. You can do anything, really. You control your own destiny. But when you get to the WWE, which we know is the big dance, we know that all wrestlers want to get to that point. They tell you what you can do. They tell you who you can talk to. They tell you you can go here. You can go there. You can't do this. You can't do that. They basically control all aspects of your life and your career. 
if the WWE were to call you up tomorrow and offer you that million-dollar contract, is that something you want to do, or do you want to stay independent? See, <laughs> that would be a dream come true. However, the the traveling, I don't know that if I can handle that. The never being able to be home, the constantly being on the road, the constantly, you know, even though they are loved by millions and millions and millions of people, I know that there's a small part where they just kind of, there's that loneliness that you would feel. I'm, I'm afraid that I would fall into that category of I would feel more alone than I would on the road. So that would be something I would honestly have to contemplate and really do my pros and cons on that. Would I want to? I would. I don't I don't think I would want to do it maybe long term. I think I would probably do it for a short term. Plus I am I'm forty one years old. I'll be turning forty two in February. That my my stint would not be pretty long uh anyway, I don't think. But um it would definitely be a dream come true. I mean if they if I was called up for at least, you know, hey, a few months, like, yeah, sure, I'll take that. That that would be great. You know, just for like, you know, six months or so. I would probably do that definitely. Now, my question to you on that is, let's say that you do get that call and you do get that contract and they they sign you to a six-month deal. Will you still uh, be our friend and still be willing to talk to us when you get to the big Of course. Absolutely. 100%. I always remember where I came from. I'll never, never forget where I came from. Awesome. And then uh, hopefully uh, you'll be able to... uh, Send us some uh, autographs for uh, our big December promotion that we got coming up, and I, I sent you the address. Hopefully, you can uh, send us a few. Um, of course, sign you know, I, the icon. I, I owe you an sign apology, the by, by the way. I owe you an apology okay. because you asked me to do that for you, uh, and I it didn't completely slip my mind. It was real, honestly the fact I could never get to the stupid post office because it closes, and I literally went like three or four times, and each time I couldn't get there, so I would like to apologize to you and to your listeners, because I was supposed to do that, and I did not, and I apologize for that, but yes, I will get that out to you, because I actually have a small breaking client this week, and I will definitely get over to the post office for you. All right, well, you got to make sure you sign one of the icons, too, uh, just to make of up, course. so there's, of and you, got, you have to remove the restraining order now, too. Uh, only if you behave. Oh, okay. All right, I promise. Now okay. we Corvinas, I guess we got five minutes here left with you. If our fans wanted to check you out and see everything that you're doing, keep in touch with you, become your friend. You got a Facebook, you got a Twitter, you got an Instagram, uh, you got a YouTube, what do you got out there? I have my Facebook. I have two Facebooks. Uh one Facebook is it's no secret what my real name is. My real name is Natalyn Petronella. Uh, you can reach me on Facebook there. You can also reach me on my other Facebook, which is Natalina Corvino. On YouTube, you can just YouTube my name, Natalina Corvino. And I've got videos there that I've never actually posted myself. They've all been posted by other people. My Instagram is natty, N-A-T-T-Y-Y, 2977. 
And Twitter, there's really even no reason to even follow me on Twitter because I post on Twitter like once every six months. <laughs> That's it. I really never use it. Uh, if the, somebody does want to look at me on Twitter, then they can uh, follow. It's uh, at Natalyn, N-A-T-A-L-Y-N-N, 2977 on Twitter. So so basically you're saying you're not like the president then? <laughs> no. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Well, you know, uh, Natalina, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. I know that, uh, you know, you're going to be hitting the gym here in the next 10 minutes or so. We know that you're going to be doing the bench press of uh, 100 pounds and uh, doing your 100 sit-ups and 50 squats and a hundred uh, pound bench press. Did you did you just claim that I could only bench press a hundred pounds? Are you kidding me right now? No, that was just Come that on. was just with that was just with your thumb that you could do that. Uh, oh, oh, okay. I was about to say you took you took down my my rep. <laughs> yeah, icon, uh, icon can only do the bar, so that's why he's he's a little you know he's he's just jealous yeah. of anybody who can lift more. Yeah, which is why I make a great law. Uh, which is why I uh, would make a a great lawyer because I uh, I well actually I wouldn't make a good lawyer because I've never passed the bar. But anyway, that's a story for another 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 time. And, yeah, I uh, wish I I wish I had the sound effects on this board for like the like the the badadum sound effects and like the or, or crickets. I wish I had cricket sound effects on this board. Well, let's not get started on the crickets. I, I used to work for a morning show that used to use crickets on me, and uh, they also used to play this song uh, by the Tin Man or the Scarecrow from uh, Wizard of Oz. And I know which one you're. I know you guys know what song that was. But now we only have brain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we're not going to get into that too. And uh, real quick, Natalina, I'll uh, leave you with this uh, great one-liner. Did you hear about the uh, guy that brought marijuana to his party? He thought it was a potluck. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Uh, it, it's, it's all about timing, I know. I, I just wanted to uh, leave you that. That way uh could get, you know, get your spirit up when you're, when you're, doing, your, uh, when you're doing your workout. You know, it's like. Yeah, I you cannot... definitely need to work on delivery, Icon. Definitely need to work on delivery. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you, Natalie. You were awesome, and uh, hopefully we can have you on again in the near future. Absolutely. Thank you again for having me. Have a great evening. You too. Thank you. Have a great day. Yep. You too. Thank you. All right, Natalie. So I just want to thank real quick because I got to get this out there. I kind of got to do it every hour, and I missed the hour because we were mid-interview. So I got to get this out there to the Hart Foundation and the Hart Family. Red Hart, Julie Hart, all the hearts, every Hart family member who supported us throughout the uh, couple of years we've been doing this. We got to play a little song.
So once again, we have to do, have to play that, but uh, I don't mind playing it because I love it. It's a little jingle. Uh, check out sharpshooterfunding.com, all of your funding needs. Uh, put your funding problems into the sharpshooter and make them tap out. Again, it is the Hart family and the Hart Foundation putting that on. Icon, we do have the third contestant of the evening here. I'm going to patch them through. I got to step across, finish up Monday Night Football. I'm going to patch you through, however, and uh, we can go from there. Ladies and gentlemen, our third and final combatant of the night. She puts love in the air. She is the reason why we do shows like this. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the love of our life, she is Rebecca Love. Hey, Rebecca, how are you? Hello? 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 Well, hello. Hello? I can't see that. That's Rebecca Love. Hello? That's not our guest. That's not our guest. Go Bison. That's not our guest. That's not our guest. Go Bison. It's a six one two area code. Yeah, that's not our guest. Oh, wow. Well, how was I Go supposed Bison. to know that? That's the toilet flush guy. <laughs> Get rid of him. No, it's not. He's because he's not flushing a toilet. Go Bison. I can't. Get Go, rid of Go Bison. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of him. Yo, I don't know what I like better. I don't know what I like better, the toilet flush guy or the Go Bison guy. Yo, that was gold. That was radio gold, Icon. Radio gold. Yeah, but it's, it's, a, it's a 612 number. It's the same guy. Well, not necessarily. 612 is a big area code, right? No, but the guy, the toilet flush guy calls him 612. That is radio gold. That is brilliant, yo. I love this guy. See, I, I'm different from a standpoint from the standpoint yeah I, I just i love the guy i i don't know why but i'm uh i'm a fan i'm a fan anyway <laughs> um yo icon i i know i know you get upset about these guys but i mean that was that was the whole gold bison thing that was that was i'll tell you that was um that was an interesting one man i i i have to applaud him because I I laughed I did so if he's listening uh, I know the number now so unfortunately I'm not going to put you through again but uh, bravo to you sir because it got a giggle out of me so I tell what uh, area code number is our third guest so that I can put them through when they do ring all right well I'll have to uh, I'll have to uh, look at because I know that she said she can't call in till a quarter after so. Oh. She should be called from seven oh two. So you wasted an introduction on toilet flush guy. Nice. Well, you're the nice. one that you're the one that put him. You were the one who guest. said it was our guest, so. Well, you know what? I, you guys should know this by now. I'm right about ninety seven percent of the time, but there is that three percent. That um, I'm not correct on, and, and this was and this this was in that three percent. This was one. Of, this was correct. one of them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. But again, very rare, very rare thing that I am incorrect. But uh, 
I guess I will uh, bite the bullet on this one and, and, and take that. So, yeah. Yep. But anywho, uh, we'll just we'll just wait for our guests to call in, and then we'll uh, talk about it. And uh, you know, I'll tell you, people uh, may start thinking that the icon has been a little uh, missed, a little ticked off the last over the last month. It's just like one one thing after another, you know that. And yes, my fuse is really short lately. And who knows what's causing it, but uh, it's my understanding that our, our guest should now be on the line. Pretty much, yeah. So if, if you want to pass our guest through, I can go ahead and introduce him the right way this time. Uh, I do. We have uh, we had another caller on again real quick, though. Just uh, I think they had a question or something for you, Icon. Yeah. Hello. What's your thoughts on Leo Rush for World, uh, WWE? Leo Rush? Yeah. Leo the Rush, little the guy the, the that hype. comes out with Bobby Lashley. Yeah, he's, he's annoying. Yeah. I can give you my opinion. This is Granny Holster. He is very annoying. I, Whenever time I see that guy on WWE, I mute my TV because I cannot stand him. Wow. All right, Icon. I don't Here's like what I'm either, do. to be honest with you. That's the same number, um, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and cut him off. Just I, I was hoping he would do, like, the toy of it or do something, but he didn't He didn't come through that time. He was he was gold, and then and the, and then he wasn't gold. So uh, we well, do have the – we, we do have the guest on, however, so I'm going to patch you through to the guest, and you can do your thing, and I'm going to end Monday Night Football here, and I will be back momentarily. Ladies and gentlemen, for real this time, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, our third and final combatant of the night. She does put love in the air. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you a cool independent film buster. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Rebecca Love. Hey, Rebecca, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? So now that uh, we've introduced you, we'd like to have our guests give a little background about themselves, and we ask them the questions. So uh, tell us a little about yourselves, and we'll ask you what uh, some questions. Tough one. All right. Well, um, I'm Rebecca Love. I've been in the adult industry for over 20 years. Um, I do a lot of different things in the entertainment world. I run my own podcast network and a podcast. Uh, do stand-up comedy. Gosh, what else can I tell you? Um, there's so much out there <laughs> besides acting and um, webcam, phone. You name it, I do it probably. Don't know, maybe. All right, and uh, I will put this out here for you. If you would ever need a guest on your podcast, I would like to volunteer my input for you, your ser- my services, just for well, just for one. Duly noted. I my podcast is about teaching people about the adult industry. Is there something you can teach us about the adult industry? I think so. I can okay. study up. Well, then possibly work. <laughs> So, 
Now, this is really interesting. We, as people know from time to time, we have, uh, we, we are a wrestling show, but we also have movie stars and actors and actresses and directors and cool individuals. And Re- Rebecca Love falls into all the categories except for wrestling, obviously. So, now, you mentioned that you're an adult film, you, you're a producer of the Adult Film Star Network. Are you yourself an adult film star? Yes, I um, I did adult movies back in the early 2000s. Then I progressed to HBO and Showtime and did the late night eroticas. Now, who had you had a, a great scene with uh, for actresses in the industry that we might know? Well, one of my favorites is Ginger Lynn, and I was with we, it was Ginger Lynn, myself, and Billy Glide. In Love and Bullets, and that's one of my favorites by, uh, I think it was VCA. So that's a porno. And then when it comes right. to the softcore HBO Showtime stuff, then I would have to go with uh, Bikini Pirates, Cleavage Field, or The Hills Have Thighs. And did you ever get to do any, uh, any with the. Uh, seen that one. The Hills Have Thighs is, is, is amazing. But just anyway, continue. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you. Have you ever done anything with uh, Jenna Jameson? No. Jenna and I were never on the same crew. Mm-mm. Okay. Now, so being in the adult film industry, question that I've always wanted to ask, because you don't, when they ask you what you want to be when you grow up, you don't say, I want to be an adult film star. What got you into the business? What got me into the business? Well, um, I went to college for performing arts, and then I was struggling through school, and I had to pay those bills. So I started cocktail waitressing at a titty bar. Then I progressed to going, oh, dancing is much easier. And then I saw a feature, and I saw that, and I was like, how do you do that? And Devin Michaels goes, well, you got to start doing adult stuff. So I took a couple-year break because I had my daughter. And then I just put those goals together, and I went out to L.A., scheduled a couple meetings with Hustler and Playboy and Vivid, and then it just went from there, and I progressed to an adult film star. Well, speaking of the, you know, did you, how about uh, China? Did you ever uh, have a chance to meet her? Are you talking about China the wrestler? Yeah. She, she got no, into the adult film industry as well. That's probably when I stopped watching wrestling. <laughs> it was during that whole early 2000s with China and stuff. So that's my little nugget on wrestling. Well, no, what I mean is, you know, she became an adult film star. Did you ever get to do anything with yeah, her? It's such, no, it's such a big industry, and there's a lot of names. I, uh, shoot, I can't even remember. I worked for Vivid, Wicked, and Playboy, and those contract girls were were, uh, Sunrise Adams. God, I can't even remember the names right now. Well, I used to listen to I used to listen to uh, the Vivid station on satellite radio, uh, and there was like Christy Canyon and a couple of them. I think love Christy. Love. Yeah, those some of the names that I remember. I I don't think it's a station, unfortunately, anymore. but it was I used to listen to it just to see some of the crazy stuff that they would talk about and that was one of the names that resonated with me was Christy Canyon. So 
She is hot cookie, and she's still around. She's still doing some kind of radio stuff. Somewhere, yeah. I, I, maybe I just don't have this uh, the serious package anymore for that. But I either way, I just remember. I serious satellite, so, okay. yeah, I, I knew she had a radio station, but I, and I knew it was on satellite, but I never had that either. Yeah, it was Vivid yeah, Radio. The, uh, I forgot what number. I forgot what number it was, but I know it was Vivid Radio, something or other. And then I, I it used to be. I knew it because I, I listened to Howard Stern all the time, and it used to be right like a couple channels up from Howard Stern. So I remember it was just a quick, you know, flick of the dial. So, but then one day it disappeared, and no more Vivid. And I was like, huh, all right. So the porn station well, gone. So, well, see, you educated me because I thought they were still around. Well, no. Here's what happened with that. They they still are around, okay. They still oh. are around, but you have to you have to listen to it on the internet. They they don't have the adult stuff, with the exception of Howard Stern, on regular satellite listening radio because of kids tuning in and stuff. So oh, you can only so get like it on the in internet. Oh, so like in your car or something. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. If like you know, teenagers in the car and there's a little kid in the back and they. Like and all of a sudden they're not getting they're like doing talking well, about whatever. Yeah, is there I, not parental control like cable? Um, there no. You see, satellite radio the way because like I work in radio up here in New York, but I'm in FM. So with us, obviously there's there's dumb buttons and there's censorship and there's just things you have to watch what you say. But with satellite radio, the whole purpose of them is to be commercial free and to be. You know, to be able to say the things that you can't say on terrestrial radio. So uh, basically, it's uncensored. And if you buy satellite radio, um, you are, you know, with, with whatever package you get, you you get the channel. And if you go through a channel and it's saying F this and F that and eat this and beat that, and that, that's part of satellite radio, you know. And so, yeah, there's no real parental controls um, because you're buying, you're paying for a service that, you know, uh, the first, I, I think the, uh, the first maybe, the first 70 channels are just music or kid stuff or Radio Disney or whatever, and then when you start getting up to 90 and 100, that's when, you know, that's when the explicit stuff starts. So, you know, I, I, there are ways around it, but yeah, no, there's no parental controls on satellite. Well, I'm surprised. I mean, if they could do it for cable, why couldn't you? They do it for that, but you well, know, the cable, technology you've got to is dial, so advanced now. Yeah, you know, it's surprising, and I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe there is. I mean, like I said, I was wrong about Vivid, so maybe there is. But as far as I know, uh, satellite radio is satellite radio, and you get what you pay for, kind of a thing. So, you know, gotcha, gotcha. but yeah. but anyways, so. Okay, but anyways, so, we'll, we'll, so after <laughs> we that, digress. Uh, after, we just educated motherfuckers out there. <laughs> all right, yep. Yeah. So yeah, after after that after that little uh, detour, little derailment. Uh, thanks, Big Swing. We appreciate that. Uh, oh, don't anyways, worry. Uh, so you are, so you are not really you you don't do any uh, adult films now then, correct? No, I settled down and I don't have any more penises. Uh, in my vagina, besides <laughs> one. Ah, good. Yeah, so. I, I got yeah, no, I, I got no in his either, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, great. Now, you know, I didn't, I didn't really have a chance to uh, discuss with you. I usually, I usually do this, uh, you know, beforehand, or I think maybe I did. I discussed. Uh, I asked you what we could talk about 
and what we couldn't talk about. So, uh, you know, you know the line to say if there's something that you know you don't want to talk about. So it's okay. Uh, I talk about everything on my podcast, so I'm pretty much an open book. Yeah, I, 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 Icon. I was going to say, you I have mean, my if you're in the business, and then you need to well, tone true. it down a little. True, but Icon, if you're in the business that she was in, there's not really too much I could imagine being off limits, honestly. So yeah, I think I think you should be fine. The Icon gets a little nervous whenever we have a female guest on because you know he just he just walks on eggshells. He doesn't want to offend, which I understand. But uh, Icon, she seems like she can handle it. So if you've got like a tough question for her or something, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure you won't offend her unless it's really out in left field. I'm pretty sure you won't offend her. Okay, well let's go for it. First off, and I I want to. And I sent you an address for uh, for autograph stuff. Let me ask you this: We have a big December show coming up, and we want to we want to blow the doors off giveaways and whatnot. You'd be able to do some autograph pictures, I'm assuming. Let me ask you this: I, Yeah. Well, I said I think I have a few posters um, in the garage that I can send you. Okay. Well, let me ask you this: Do you have? Um, any copies of DVDs that you were in no. that you'd be willing to? No. Damn. Okay. I don't have any DVDs. I don't have any VHS. Um, and a lot of my newer stuff was on HBO and stuff, and they don't have DVDs of those movies. I mean, if they I do, I'd DVDs have to go buy them. So. Well, I understand. Yeah. yeah, I don't have any DVDs or anything, but I do have posters in the garage that I can send you. Perfect, perfect, and uh, yeah, and if you can autograph one of the icons and then four for giveaways, because uh, you know I got a, I have an ego, so I got to add it to my collection. But sure. And here, here's, here's, uh, we have, well, we have about 28 minutes here with, with uh, left with you. But only 28. And I'll try not. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll try not to stammer. Now we have, uh, you know, you met Big Swing. Now, what I'd like to introduce you to is a Granny Hulkster. Now, I don't know if Granny has any questions that she'd like to ask you, but I'm going to open. The no, I, I really, I, I really don't, Icon. I'm just enjoying listening to the interviews, so I really have no questions. I'm going to let oh, okay. you and Big Swing handle this interview. Well, we just want to make sure that our co-host is not upset with us. I'm not upset with you guys. I mean, you know, so. Okay, all right. You, gotta have, you know, you have, you have other people on our show besides wrestlers, and that's fine. So it's no big deal. And, and I, 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 I knew, I, like I said, I figured that, you know, Granny wouldn't have any, any real questions. I mean, like, sure, if she has something she wants to add input-wise or listen or well, whatever it is, that's fine. But question-wise, I don't, I don't. Foresee, I, I don't know what questions she could possibly have, just knowing Granny. But, um, but I can uh, feel free though. Swing away. Uh, like I said, I'm finishing Monday Night Football here, but I'm listening and I got a couple, so I'll, I'll let you get yours out the way first. Uh, and then when I put Monday Night Football on on uh, commercial over here, I'll, I'll go back to go back to Adam. Okay. So uh, Rebecca, in your uh, how many years were you in the uh, industry? Um, a little over 20 years. And how many different films would you say you did in that? I'm sure there's uh, maybe 50 or 60. 
and then they make compilations out of those and you know so not too many i mean not like hundreds or 200 yeah just a few now when when you when you're in the when you're in, you know doing the the adult films do you and you do the productions and they are they are highly produced obviously i mean some have plot points and they're they're really they're great cinematography. How often would you would you do a movie, and how often did it take to film a movie that you were in? Well, when it came to the eroticas on HBO and stuff, it Jim Minorsky did it rogue, so they would take three or four days to shoot a sixteen-hour days, and then. Um, uh, Fred Ray would take a whole week, and that would be scored out. Now, the vivid movies and Wicked, you would just show up, do your scene. If there's dialogue, then it might be a 16-hour day. Usually, is done within the day. Oh, so it's not like it's not like a couple weeks. You just basically go in, bang, bang, boom. No, and then you're done. no, this is this is pornography, not mainstream. Now, oh, if okay. it's their feature film of the year, then that might take a a couple weeks, but normally, yeah, it's a low budget. Right. Now, as you, you know, you mentioned 16 hour days, which is, which is like mind blowing to me because you don't get much sleep in that time frame. Obviously <laughs> when you're, when you're doing the movies, my question is, they, do they tell you, okay, this is a scene this is what you're going to be doing. Do they have like storyboards for you? Do they have a script? How do they lay that out to you? Well, it depends on the director and it depends on the movie company. So sometimes there's a script, sometimes it's ad libbed. Uh, it just depends on what you're shooting and who you are and if you can go off script. So yeah, it's it's all over the place. And a lot of times you can be um, just shooting a scene. So you come in, you do your scene, and you're out. And when you're doing the, the, the scenes, I was always curious. Now, are they, you know, how can I, how can I ask this so it makes sense? Uh, when you're doing the scenes, have you ever had to do multi-takes of the same scene? Or is it just book and go? Um, a lot of times, well, when it comes to the dialogue, yeah, because you got to shoot everybody, and then you got to shoot the main, um, the main frame, and then everybody's dialogue. So that can take a lot of time. Dialogue is a lot of time. The actual sex scene, you have um, the oral positions, and then you have the fuck positions, one, two, and three. So they're all scored out for a certain time, and there's a formula there. So. They try to get that all done within that time frame. So and those are different angles you, and stuff. So do they tell you, okay, this scene is going to last 10 minutes, this scene is 5 minutes, this is sure, 12 minutes? Sure, oral was usually, in my day, oral was usually um, 7 minute BJ, 7 minute um, the girl, and then it was FP 1, 2, and 3, and those are fuck positions, and there's three. Right, obviously. So it could have changed now. I don't know. Now the the question is, you know, you mentioned the uh, oral scene. 
I was always curious. Now, is it possible that, uh, like, the guy that you're doing the scene with, he may go a little early, then you have to redo that because the guy went too early? I didn't work with a lot of newbies. I worked with uh, professional talent. So they were already trained, and they already know how to control their mindset and their bodies. So I didn't really have to deal with that. That's interesting. That that is is really cool. Rebecca, yeah, newbies are the ones. That I, Icon, I just realized I uh, I was in the other studio. We've had a caller on the line here. They've been on hold for about fourteen minutes. It's from your area code. Is, was there anybody you were expecting to call in? No. Are, are you talking about? No, oh, to Icon. Well, um, okay. Well, Re- Rebecca, uh, we sometimes get callers, uh, and I we also get sometimes get prank callers. Now, if this particular caller has a uh, question for you. Would you be willing to take a couple calls? Sure, go ahead. All right, put them on yeah. if they if 701, they get out of line. So North Dakota. Call I know if they up? get out of line, we're hanging up on them. So, hey, guys, how's it going? Hey, caller, what do you got? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I uh, I was kind of waiting to uh, talk some wrestling with you guys, but uh, I enjoyed the conversation so far. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that's... Um, uh, yeah, it's an interesting conversation for sure. We, um, If you want to pop on hold, but like I said, I would have seen you sooner. I would have put you on before we we uh, jumped out with her, but um, I was in the other studio finishing Monday Night Football. If you want to hang tight, uh, we'll have a couple yeah. minutes left probably at the end of the show to talk some wrestling. Yeah, I'll hang on. I'll keep listening, guys. Thank you. All right. All right, cool. sounds good. I'll put you back on hold here. All right. There we oh, go. Sorry, Simple enough. Alarm. I, I thought he was going to ask me. So I'm going to ask a question. Okay, you do it. And then, uh, Big Twink, I'll let you ask the question. I want to ask you about well, your You, you asked mine, but it's all right. You, you, okay, you I want to ask you about uh, your podcast. When is it? How can, uh, when is it? What day do you do it? Is it live? Is it recorded? What's the name of it? It's called Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love. It's on Adult Film Star Network. I, I record it when I get... Um, I don't really have a certain day I do it on. I release it at least once a week. I try to. And when I find a passionate subject I want to talk about, like you could look up uh, phone sex, adult webcam, and I break down the business tools on how to make money in the industry. So it just depends on what type of topic strikes me at the moment. And it's a teachable moment. And how how Uh, long does it last? An hour, usually an hour. It, it depends on when the subject matter is um, when I'm through, when I'm actually at the end. So it's a podcast. I can end it in 30 or I can end it in an hour and a half. I just want to make sure all the information gets into that topic. Okay. No, you know, you and then I stream on Tuesdays. Okay. Well, you know, you mentioned that they, you know, they only get to hear you for an hour, which is, you know, which is sad because, you know, I, I like to listen to you for like two, three, seven days. <laughs> well, there's there's almost 200 episodes, so they can listen to me as long as they want. All they have to do is go to the next subject. And it, what, that's the next subject dot com. No, no, and I'm talking dirty. There's different episodes, so you would just pick which one you would want to listen to. 
Oh, okay. Well, at the at the end of the interview, we'll, I got just uh, like we'll this. Let, uh, depending we'll, on what, it's just like our podcast. You find through and you say, "I'll put the you there know, you go, yeah. episodes in the title," and you scroll through and say, "Oh, they're talking about Royal Rumble," or "Oh, they're talking about this or that." Or that sounds it's the same same thing, man. That's how it and works. It's, it's like an end. And if they really want to talk to me and and have more um, hours, I stream on Tuesdays from three to seven, so four hours. I'm streaming, like, horror stuff, like Friday the 13th, and I play Xbox games with my fans. Oh, that's cool. How does that yeah. work? Tell us how that works. I'm, I stream it from my Xbox to my PC. I use OBS, and then um, the fans come into the chat room, and they can see me gaming, and then over in the left-hand corner, you'll see a little... I don't know, what do you call it, a little icon of me, and you'll see my facial expressions, and I banter in the chat room and try to play a game with my stream team and try not to die, or I can be Jason and try to kill you. And if you have an Xbox, you can join. And, you know, I like how you threw icon in there. That's really cool. That's that's a great honor to me. I appreciate that. <laughs> there you go. And like I say, at the end of the interview, we'll uh, we'll let you uh, tell us uh, the web address where they can find it and all that. So, what we're going to do here, we have we have Rebecca Love here. She's she's our guest, and she's uh, she's a great guest, and we love her. We got ten minutes left with her because uh, you know we want to let her get on to her day, and we still want her to like us after this uh, interview is done. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I sent you a. Um, we also have uh, to talk some uh, wrestling too. We do have a call awaiting as well. So. Right, I know. I had sent you a script uh, for a liner that we're going to have you do. We're, we're going to have you do that now. What I'll do is I'll count okay. you down from. Yeah, I'll count you down from five, uh, and then uh, if we have to do a couple takes, we'll do that, and then we'll go from there. Ready? All right, I'm ready. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Rebecca Love. You're listening to Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Huckster. I said it wrong. (laughs) All right, we'll we'll do it again. Ready? Huckster. We'll we'll do it again. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is Rebecca Love, and you're listening to Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Huckster. Perfection. Awesome. And now, when you have your when you do your podcast, now do you uh, do you take calls or because it's uh, no recorded? Oh, you don't. Oh, it's don't recorded, take so it's me, Vanilla Cupcake Porn Star, and my co-host is a is a um, dominatrix. So she has a different perspective on things, and sometimes I don't even. We have such a great chemistry together that she takes it on a different journey, a different adventure, which I wouldn't even have thought to go down that road. So it's a beautiful little twist. Well, you know, you mentioned, you know, she's a dominatrix, so basically uh, uh, she could dress up like uh, Wonder Woman with the Golden Larry and Force Men to tell the truth. I got it. <laughs> I guess, I guess. She's more of a mommy dom. <laughs> okay. Awesome. I, I am serious, though, about that. I would, I would like to uh, be on your podcast just one time, you know, even if it's for just five minutes, 
I would I would love to be part of it just one time. You, All right, make well, then my let me life. figure out where I can throw you, where I can throw it in there to make it work. Because like I said, it's not just entertainment, it's educational, and I never, I don't do a lot of guests, so we'll have to, I just have to figure it out. All right, well, you can sell me to the dominatrix for a couple bucks. <laughs> well, we do have fan questions, so maybe I'll have you answer a fan question, and really all I would need you to do there is just phone it in so I can splice it into the recording. Sure, sure. Any, anything, yeah. uh, anything, to, any, any, anything to get me out there. Uh, Rebecca Lovers, I guess we got we got three minutes left here with you. So if our fans wanted to check you out, uh, and I know they do now, uh, you got a Facebook, you got a Twitter, you got an Instagram, YouTube. Uh, yeah, but let's not confuse the listeners. Let's just make it short, short and simple. Go to RebeccaLove.com, and it has all my shit there. So you figure out what you like, RebeccaLove.com. Awesome. And if if they wanted to uh, find out uh, more about your podcast, you know, they go to RebeccaLove.com. Yeah, you, everything's there. Yeah, do you plan out uh, the subjects weeks in advance, what you're talking about, so they say, no. All, 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 no, no, okay. It's, it's, I it's just put... So I'll just be driving in the car, something will hit me in the head, or I'll be at a convention and it'll spark an interest, and I just save ideas for future shows. And when I'm ready to do that show, then I'll break it down into an outline. And you uh, ever go to any of those, uh, you know, they always have, uh, like, adult conventions. Do you, you make appearances at those frequently? Yes, I have to. It's networking for the podcast and the adult industry. And that's where I do a lot of interviews with the girls on the floor. And do you uh, ever get anywhere close to North Dakota or New York? I went to North Dakota once with Katie Morgan because she had a feature and I was just tagging along. Uh, But that's the closest I came to North Dakota. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. If you're ever in my neck of the woods, uh, let me know. Get, uh, yeah. Send me a message. I'll I'll get you a place to stay. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll feed you grapes. Uh, I'll <laughs> do your nails. Uh, I'll carry your luggage. Whatever you need, I'm there for you. Wow, you make me sound like a diva. <laughs> well, to me, what? and I'll yes. admit this. Let's go to the bar and have a beer. Well, we'll do that. It's like a you're football few, game. Yeah, you're one of the few guests that doesn't have a restraining order on me, and I'm proud of, I'm proud of that fact. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and, I, yes. Will, and well, I will admit, I, I will admit, I have been a fan of yours for years, and I have seen many of your movies. Uh, but we won't get into that. We'll, we can talk about that later. But uh, we appreciate he has you joining plenty us. Plenty of uh, ruined socks because of your movies. Let's put it that way. Right, yeah, <laughs> and we do we do appreciate you taking time on your schedule to join us, and hopefully you're willing to uh, be on with us again. We didn't scare you away too much because uh, we do have uh, the internet blowing up right now of people wanting you to come back on. So uh, we will definitely have to reschedule you back on for the the 2019. Yeah, the chat box is going crazy. Yes, it is. Well, awesome. You have a chat box. Is it on what you sent me? That link. Yep. 
we've got uh, the chat box is not no like only I can see that from an administrative standpoint, oh. but but gotcha. like if somebody asks a question or something, I can say hey so and so from wherever wants to know. Mostly it's just you know thirsty gotcha. guys who are like yo what does she look like send pictures do you have tits you know what I'm saying stuff like that. Yeah, so I'm just Google. Like, yeah, 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 that's what fun. Google's for. Your research. Well, that's what I said, you know, but. But they're always looking for a freebie, you know what I'm saying? So that's what it is. Well, and, and, and what is free, isn't it? And real quick, before we... What is go, free? Gonna... It never used to be free, but it's free now. Yeah, and it's real free quick, now. Real quick, Rebecca, before we let you go, uh, this is kind of an ego question, then we'll let you... The icon made you a collector's card. What was your thought on that? Say it again. The icon made you a cool collector's card. What was your thought on that? For some reason, I can't hear you. You're breaking up. The icon okay. something. I, I made I made you a collector's card. What was your thought on that? A With collector's a card. Yeah, I made you. I made you. He makes he makes like a uh, he makes like what looks like a baseball card for for every guest that we have. Oh, the baseball card. Sorry, you were like breaking in and out on that. I like the baseball card. It was cute. Nobody ever made me one, that? so it was my first. Yeah. Yeah, and you're, you're free to use that on anything you want, uh, and then uh, uh, hopefully uh, you can send us some autographs. We do appreciate you joining us, and we thank you very much. And thank you for sending me the email, because I will forget if it's not in my inbox. Yeah, I just sent it, so I appreciate that. Thank you. Awesome. All right, Rebecca Love, ladies and gentlemen. Love is in the air, and it is Monday night, and she brought more love to the show than we've ever had before. Good stuff. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, I, I had fun. It. Thanks, Rebecca. We had fun as well. Thank you. So, yes, Icon, this is not just a wrestling show. As you can tell, um, many of the people <laughs> might be able now to tell. Uh, we have wrestling, yes, but we have movie directors. We have sports players. We have even porn stars. So anybody who wants to come on the show and talk to us um, in the entertainment field in any genre can come on and talk with us. But, uh, Icon, we've left them on hold here for about a grand total of Oh, I don't know, almost a half hour. So we'll get him on the line here because, you know, we don't like to do that to our guests. So we'll get him on here, uh, and uh, we'll we'll talk wrestling with him for the final, uh, what do we got here, about seven minutes or so. All right. Yeah, hey, guys. How's it? Hey, everyone. How's it going? Good. How's it going there, bud? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. I'd like to talk some wrestling with you, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, that's that's kind of what, we're, that's kinda what we're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, he's well, got, your, he's got the, your area code. Yeah, let's talk about the crown jewel here. All right. Well, let's talk about um, what you got. So let me. Uh, I got a question for you. Okay. So I grew up in the Attitude Era, and I'm still me a too. huge fan of the Undertaker being here in the WWE. But I feel as though this. This whole program with the Brothers of Destruction versus DX, I don't know. It feels like the whole thing of keeping or putting Shawn Michaels back into the ring feels super rushed and should have been built something better. Uh, What are your guys' thoughts on on the whole program with those two tag teams? (coughs) Well, I, I think it's stupid, to be honest with you. Well, see, we're not really we're not really good to talk about anything that happens in new wrestling because, in my opinion, everything the WWE has done the past 
five or six years has been, you know, hot garbage. But, you know, I I, I think it was a little rushed. I mean, if I'm going to look at it from a technical standpoint, um, there was more that they could have done with it. The creative department could have been a little bit, you know, I guess more creative, pun intended. But uh, the thing is, though, is it's funny. You said you grew up in the Attitude Era. Obviously, so did I. Um, yeah. You know, easily the best time period. And, Absolutely. Um, so, so if you if you grew up in the Attitude Era, then let me let me ask you this: Do you feel that the Attitude Era? Because remember, there was a lot of corny storylines and a lot of kind of stupid stuff that went on. But I think that the Attitude Era was. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, big swing is breaking up there. Yeah, you know, the Attitude Era, I say, you know, I grew up in the Legends Era. I grew up in the New Generation. I grew up in the Attitude Era. I grew up in the PGA, PG Era. And uh, now we have the What the Hell Are They Thinking Era, you know? Do you agree? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I just, yeah. I uh, I don't know, but uh, when it comes to the attitude era, then uh, I mean, this may be a dumb question, maybe an easy question, but uh, or easy answer, I should say. So, what was your uh, what was your favorite then attitude era wrestler? Because I'm a first time listener here tonight, so. Oh, um, well, great. Uh, we appreciate it, and uh, and you know, we'd love you to we'd love you to listen in again on a show when we don't necessarily have three um, interviews. But um, attitude era. See, as a kid, I you know you couldn't help but love you know Stone Cold, The Rock, Undertaker, those guys. Um, I, I I enjoyed The Undertaker as a kid, but my favorite wrestler of all time was not an attitude era wrestler. Well, he was, but he wasn't a a prominent attitude era wrestler. Um, my favorite wrestler of all time, hands down, no questions asked, so I'll fight you about it, is the rated R superstar version of Edge. That's 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 a pretty good choice. He was one of the Maybe. best heels, best de- he was he is be- literally one of the best heels in the past decade. Yeah, thank you. See, Icon, I like this caller. Um, they they've got see now now Edge Edge the for the benefit of those with flash photography, I didn't like that edge. I thought that edge was corny. The, you know, the, the bruise was, was kind of, yeah, entertaining, but meh. But see, yeah. I live up here in New York, in upstate New York, and uh, I was in attendance when Edge cashed in his money in the bank against John Cena. And, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I was in attendance at New Year's, uh, New Year's Revolution in 06. And ever since then, man, it was... Just the facial expressions, just the uh, the pure chaos that he would create. The the fact that you know the opportunistic, you know, all of a sudden Edge would come out of nowhere and you know all that stuff. Right. It, it's it's just Edge was Edge was the man. So yes, I, I enjoyed Attitude Era, but uh, Edge, you know, he was just past that, and he was easily my favorite. But what about you? You grew up in the Attitude Era. Who was your favorite? You know, I mean, it's gonna sound cheesy or whatever but i mean when that when that glass hit i mean you're oh, gonna help cool. but get goosebumps you know like and then you immediately i mean how about this how about being the guy who threw stone cold his beers from like 
30 yards away, whatever it, it looked like almost, you know, too. I mean, how cool of a job would that be, you know? But be amazing. I don't know. But, yeah, Stone, Stone Cold would have to be my favorite. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, you really can't. And uh, it was, uh, you know, that was probably the, the the greatest era in all of wrestling. Uh, you can't. You can't beat well, it's part know. of the reason why we named the show after it, honestly, because it was easily the greatest era. Not just that, but, I mean, the Attitude Era, and, and I know we want to talk a little bit about Crown Jewel. we got about two and a half minutes left, but, again, feel free to call next Monday. We'll talk for you for about 10, 15 minutes with you uh, in the beginning yeah. of the show if you want to call next week because we'll have a lot of time in the beginning to call uh, to talk. There's more more so in the beginning than we do in the end. But the Attitude Era would have built up. They would they would run a story and they would push it and push it and push it and push it and push it. They took they they took their time. It would, yeah, it would come to a head, and when when it came to a head, the review, it was an amazing head. This one seems like all right, well, we're just gonna throw stuff willy nilly together and uh, and and hope it sticks, and it doesn't because it's pointless. The thing they do today is pointless. So, I, you know, I, I just I'm really disappointed with creative. Um, Paul Heyman is still on the creative team. You'd think that we'd be a little bit better, but hey, beggars can't be choosers, huh? Yeah, I mean, I did, I did hear that he was working with uh, Rhonda on her promos and whatnot. So, I mean, that seemed to be working all right. But uh, for with Paul Heyman, you know, but uh, yeah, the creative here, I mean, it's pretty sad when they gotta rely on the. Uh, old vets from the attitude era to uh, make something interesting, you know? And That's what I was just saying in the beginning of the show. You got to bring back the X, bring back the brothers of destruction, bring back Lita, bring back Trish, just to get anybody watching the damn product. And you know that that's sad. I mean, the average age is like 40 something years old. But listen, I just got the blog talk radio bumping me, telling me it's going to be 90 seconds. So here's what we'll do caller. Uh, what's your name, by the way? My name is Lance. Lance, Lance, uh, every Monday we're on with us unless it's a special show. Uh, we start at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Uh, I'm assuming you're in North Dakota, 9 p.m. your time. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have, we usually have about 20 minutes in the beginning of the show to talk wrestling, which is so, uh, give us a shout yeah, next week. Call every week. Yeah, yeah, give, give right, us a shout next week. Good. We love to talk wrestling. The problem is we have so many interviews sometimes we don't get a chance to do that. So uh, definitely, hey, definitely, get, definitely, hey, definitely, definitely would love to do that. And, uh, Icon, on that note, let me find the uh, thing here. There it is. Lance, if you like the attitude there. Free guest next week, guys. Free guest. Well, he, he's, if, he loves, <laughs> if he loves that era, he's going to love our outro music. Dead man walking. You got it now. You got it made up in the And I can't allow you to think you can just walk away. turn around. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.